0: Hello and welcome to Bible Bedtime. This is Season 3, Episode 173. I am your host, and my name is Dana. In this podcast, I read a full chapter of the Bible in a way designed to help you lull you into heavenly sleep. If you'd like to reach out to me or be part of the Bible Bedtime community, you can send an email to me at BibleBedtimePodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, which is Bible Bedtime. In this Season 3, I am reading... From the third book of each testament. So we already finished Leviticus and now we are reading the third chapter of the New Testament, which is Luke. Tonight we will read Luke 11. After the chapter, I will read a selection from the book of Proverbs, and we'll end the episode as we do each episode with the Lord's Prayer. Now, it's time to center yourself, and by that I mean letting go of all the things around you that are distracting you and keeping you awake. It's time to focus inwardly and upwardly to your own body and your own restful mind, as well as looking up, of course. To heaven. Make sure that you've put away or turned off any distractions, that you have the perfect amount of lighting that you like for sleeping, whether that's complete darkness or a soft light, Snuggle into your covers and get into that cozy sleeping position that is so comfortable. Now, if you would like, you can join me in taking three deep breaths. Let's breathe in through your nose and breathe out. Through your mouth. Here we go. One, two, three. Luke, eleven. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Then he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend. And he goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. The one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children are with me in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up. And give him as much as he needs. So I say to you ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, door will be opened. Which one of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. When the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, By Beelzebub, the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebub. If I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up the spoils. He who is not with Me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that man is worse than the first. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the mother who gave you birth and nursed you. He replied, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. As the crowds increased, Jesus said, This is a wicked generation. It asks for a miraculous sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah was a sign to the Ninevites, so also will the Son of Man be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, for she came from the ends of the earth to listen. Solomon's wisdom, and now one greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation, and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now one greater than Jonah is. No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, he puts it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are good, your whole body also is full of light. But when they are bad, your body also is full of darkness. See to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, If your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark, it will be completely lighted as when the light of a lamp shines on you. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee, noticing that Jesus did not wash first before the meal, was surprised. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside, you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people. Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But give what is inside the dish to the poor, and everything will be clean for you. Woe To you, Pharisees, because you give God a tenth of your mint, rue, and all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Woe! to you, Pharisees, because you love the most important seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplace. Woe to you, because you are like unmarked graves, which men walk over without knowing it. One of the experts in the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us also. Jesus replied, And you experts in the law, woe to you, because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. Woe to you because you build tombs for the prophets and it was your forefathers who killed them. So you testify that you approve of what your forefathers did. They killed the prophets and you build their tombs. Because of this, God in his wisdom said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill, and others they will persecute. Therefore, this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets that has been shed since the beginning of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be held responsible for it all. Woe to you, experts in the law, because you have taken away the key. To knowledge. You yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering. When Jesus left there, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to oppose him fiercely and to besiege him with questions. Waiting to catch him in something he might say. Proverbs 12, verses 1 through 10. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but the Lord condemns a crafty man. A man cannot be established through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. A wife of noble character is her husband's crown but a disgraceful wife is like a decay in his bones. The plans of the righteous are just, but the advice of the wicked is deceitful. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescues them. Wicked men are overthrown and are no more. But the house of the righteous stands firm. A man is praised according to his wisdom. But men with warped minds are despised. Better to be a nobody and yet have a servant than pretend to be somebody and have no food. A righteous man cares for the needs of his animals, but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. The Lord's Prayer Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now it's time for you to fall asleep. Sweet dreams.